Are you a late blooming vegan with a family in tow? Those 10 tips will help you ease your transition. Welcome to my vegan family kitchen. This is your host and chief meal planner, Brigitte Jem. Pull yourself a chair. Like so many other vegans, the only regret I have about veganism is not embracing it earlier. Going vegan in my mid-twenties would have been so much easier. Back then, I was living with roommates and mostly cooking for myself. I even ate a lot of accidentally vegan food just because it was cheap. But becoming a new vegan with family in tow was challenging. I identify as a late-blooming vegan. It was only in my mid-thirties that I became aware of the many uncomfortable truths of animal agriculture. I was raised on a farm, so I knew where meat and dairy came from. It took me two years of breastfeeding my own child to start seeing things from the cow's point of view. As a bike commuter and a mindful consumer, I previously thought that I lived a pretty eco-friendly lifestyle. I am grateful to have stumbled upon a few authors that forced me to reconsider my definition of a good citizen and also to the cookbook recipe developers who taught me how to feed myself differently. Except that my food game was now a lot more complicated than 10 years earlier. I was the primary home cook for my foodie husband and a growing toddler. Up to that point, my husband had enjoyed cooking. He was preparing a meal or two every week, but they were always meat or fish centric. I felt that if I wanted us to eat all plants, I would have to take control of the kitchen. As for my two-year-old, her favorite foods were rare steak, lamb curries, and plain yogurt. What would she eat now? Maybe vegan chicken nuggets and other meat substitutes can fool kids raised on processed foods, but my gourmet daughter was not very impressed. I commend those new vegans who go 100% vegan overnight. It's certainly not how it happened for us. Over the course of two years, I progressively eliminated meat, dairy, and eggs from our family meals. I'm not sure what I feared, but I did not talk about it with my husband. I did it stealthily. Oddly, nobody noticed, so I grew bolder. We ate a lot of chickpeas, and I discovered that my daughter enjoyed raw tofu. Really. I started opting for the veg option at restaurants, and my husband enjoyed it too, on occasion. Things went very public, however, and suddenly quite conflictual when one night I casually said, "Uh, no thanks, to a steak that my father-in-law had barbecued for me. My husband was shocked. But you love steak. I did, but I'm now deciding not to eat it. What do you mean you'll no longer cook meat? Well, my dear, I haven't cooked meat in over a year. What? You introduced me to gourmet cheese. I know, too bad. As of first publishing this in 2017, I have now been fully vegan for about two years. My husband mostly embraces the idea of a plant-based diet, but often strays in the candy aisle, at lunchtime, and at his mother's table. Our firstborn still eats meat outside the house, but hardly ever at home. Our second child spits out the fish my in-laws occasionally put on his plate, and he is practically vegan. But because my husband is not comfortable calling himself a vegan, I don't feel that I can legitimately enforce an all-vegan lifestyle on my whole family. 
We embarked on the family adventure together before I started my vegan journey. Empathy fuels our progress, even if we cannot achieve perfection at this moment. If you are a new vegan with a family, here are my 10 tips for you. If you also embrace veganism at a stage in life when you were primarily responsible for the loving care and feeding of others, you may feel torn and conflicted in many ways. Here are a few suggestions based on my personal experience to continue moving in the right direction. Number one, define your boundaries. Once I was committed to veganism, I decided I would no longer cook or buy meat. Over time, I stopped buying milk or eggs for my daughter as well. I was okay with my husband cooking his own, but he hardly ever did. My daughter is adapting to almond milk in her morning cereal, although there is some whining. My husband still buys her dairy-laden desserts when they go out without me, but I trust that those will be phased out eventually. Every relationship is different, so you may choose to set your own boundaries somewhere else. I suggest revisiting them every few months to see if you can nudge them a few steps further in the right direction. Number two, talk about it, but not over a meal. In an ideal world, two people who choose to live together for love and who go as far as having children together would know how to talk about their feelings and beliefs. But in practice, embracing veganism can come across as such a radical change that communication may break down. Don't be surprised to find yourselves honking at each other like cars in a crowded intersection. The V word, vegan, challenges people in how they see themselves as good persons and can make them defensive. Take it easy. Number three, well, don't talk about it all the time. My husband and I first bonded over food. We spent a lot of time and money cooking at home and researching fine eateries. A big fear of his was that we no longer would have that part of life in common. Could we still be a couple if we did not enjoy cheese together? We found it suiting at that point in our relationship to focus on other things to do. Instead of going on dine-out date, when we had a chance, I subscribed us to a local theater and we've been going to cool indie shows. Next on my list is bowling. Going for a walk in the park is another great example of something to do that does not have to involve food. Number four, get educated about nutrition for yourself and the kids. Don't be stubborn about it. Learn lots from your reputable sources, especially with the health of your children at stake you will need to dig deep. Reading the book Becoming Vegan is a great place to start, as well as the book Nourish, which is the definitive plant-based nutrition guide for families by Dr. Reshma Shaw and Brenda Davis. Dr. Greger's website nutritionfacts.org has the answer to every odd question you may have. Drina Burton's Plant-Powered Families is a great cookbook with tasty, easy-to-cook, kid-approved dishes that include nutrient-packed ingredients. Finally, Dr. Yami, a plant-based pediatrician, is a great resource with a fabulous podcast and also a book about intuitive eating for parents. Tip number five, start with the sweets. But wait before telling everybody that they're cruelty-free. 
Get one solid baking cookbook from Issa Chandra Moskovitz's collection. You can choose from cookies, pies, or cupcakes. And show your loved ones that vegan food does not have to mean that you will be deprived of goodies. Pick one battle at a time. You can always start cutting back on sugar in just a few months. Number six, keep it simple. Stick with classic dishes that you already know how to prepare. Soups, stews, curries, stir fries, burgers, using veggie patties, loaded potatoes with beans, and so forth. I have a guide to vegan cooking for beginners on my website, veganfamilykitchen.com, that contains great recipes to get you started. Choose whole foods and fresh seasonal produce and learn how to make instant sauces to make them shine. Number seven, if you're still preparing two completely different meals, please stop. You did not sign up to provide restaurant-grade omnivore dishes. Start with the vegan dish and then let other people add the animal ingredient on the side if they must have it. You would probably prefer if they did it themselves, but I do understand that you don't always feel that would be possible. Small steps are better than staying stuck. Bulk cooking the meat will prevent your house from smelling awful every single day. If you're the one cooking it all, consider subtly reducing the meat portion over time and increasing vegetables and whole grains proportionally. Batch cooking will save your soul, even if you just do the minimum. Number eight, know that veganizing favorites may backfire. The familiar dishes comforting taste and texture are etched in your spouse's taste buds, and they will not be fooled so easily. Cheesiness is harder to replicate than old-time vegans would like to believe. You may have more success if you set aside favorites for a little while and get back to them with a veganized version later. Instead, explore dishes from cultures where meat and dairy are not so central. For example, Asian-flavored stir-fries can include familiar noodles, fruit, and nuts. My cocoa peanut noodles are a family favorite, especially on Friday night. You can get the recipe on veganfamilykitchen.com. Give the new dishes some friendly names. My daughter loves a dish that I call Korean princess glass noodle soup. It may be surprising to adults, but many kids will love iron-rich foods like tofu and red lentils. Just hold back on the chilies and add some coconut milk, perhaps, for extra fat. Number nine, connect with other vegans in your area, especially families. There's probably a Facebook group or a meetup group with vegans in your city, and if you're lucky, there's maybe even a subgroup for parents and families. My area has regular gatherings, which is a great way for kids to normalize their vegan experience. Finding your tribe will help you get to know local resources even better. And finally, number 10, think twice before asking a question on online vegan family groups. Every single question has been asked many times. Unfortunately, the crowd's answers can sometimes be a little harsh for really no reason. How discouraging. Use the search function instead to avoid unnecessary hurt feelings and above all, consult a health professional such as a dietitian, nutritionist, or vegan-friendly doctor instead of asking for nutritional advice online. Bonus tip number 11. Go online right now to veganfamilykitchen.com slash planned to download your one-week 
vegan plan of dinners. It is full of five wonderful, tasty vegan recipes that are all made with plant-based, mostly whole foods ingredients. It includes a shopping list and all the prep steps you need to take on the weekend to have a relaxing dinner experience on weeknights that you can feel very good about. I look forward to seeing you there in the Vegan Family Kitchen. That's veganfamilykitchen.com slash P-L-A-N-N-E-D. Thank you.